I want us to have a look at Psalm 139, but I don't want you to turn to it just at the moment. What I want you to do is this. I'm going to read it in the CEV, the Contemporary English Version. I want you to imagine yourself laying in a field, head back, and you're just reflecting on God's goodness to you. I want you to close your eyes and imagine that you're just outside in a field and you're just reflecting on God's goodness. You see, it's the cool of the evening and the sun is just going down and that little bit of coolness is just coming into the air. You have looked deep into my heart, Lord, are the words that start to go through your mind. And you know all about me. You know when I'm resting or when I'm working. And from heaven you discover my thoughts. You notice everything I do and everywhere I go. Before I even speak a word, you know what I will say. And with your powerful arm, you protect me from every side. I can't understand all of this. Such wonderful knowledge is far, far above me. Where could I go to escape from your spirit or from your sight? If I were to climb up to the highest heavens, you would be there. If I were to dig down to the world of the dead, you would also be there. I suppose if I had wings like the dawning day and flew across the ocean, even when your powerful arm would guide and protect me. Or suppose I said, I'll hide in the dark until night comes to cover me over. But you see in the dark because daylight and dark are all the same to you. You are the one who put me together inside my mother's body and I praise you because of the wonderful way you created me. Everything you do is marvellous. Of this I have no doubt. Nothing about me is hidden from you. I was secretly woven together deep in the earth below, but with your own eyes you saw my body being formed. Even before I was born, you had written in your book everything I would do. Your thoughts are far beyond my understanding, much more than I could ever imagine. I try to count your thoughts but they outnumber the grains of sand on the beach. And when I awake, I'll, I, I will find you nearby. How I wish that you would kill all cruel and heartless people and protect me from them. They are always rebelling and speaking evil of you. You know I hate anyone who hates you, Lord, and refuses to obey. They are enemies too, and I truly hate them.
Look deep into my heart, God, and find out everything I am thinking. Don't let me follow evil ways, but lead me in the way that time has proven true. You know, sometimes as we reflect on our own life and we look at the things, the year we've had, and sometimes we say, oh, it's been a tough year, this and that and everything else, and someone will say to us, how have you been this week? Oh, I've had a terrible time. Oh, it's been this. Oh, it's been that. Oh, you have no idea. And then you read a psalm like Psalm 139 where it takes the focus completely off ourselves and puts it on the one who is genuinely the centre of the universe. Did you know we're not the centre of the universe? (laughs) But God is. And when we put our eyes and our minds and our hearts on him, all the things that happen in our life take on a totally new dimension. Suddenly we see things quite differently and it's not all about us. It's not. Just before Christmas... Oh, it was terrible. I had this terrible time and I had to go to the specialist about my throat. It was just horrible. Well, that's one way of looking at it. Or the other side is this. Do you know, I had this cough and it was a bit of an issue. So I had to go to the ear, nose and throat specialist but while I was there, I had to fill out this form. So I said to the lady behind the counter, Shall I sit down and fill this out and then bring it back? And she said, no, just stay there. I want to talk to you. She said, you're Garth, aren't you? I said, yes. She said, you're the pastor of that church in Montmorency, aren't you? I said, yes. She said, I've been there and I want to come again. What time's the service on Christmas Day? And she came. And we're going to catch up this next week. So, was it all about me? You know, it wasn't. We can reflect on the things that are happening in our lives or we can reflect on what God is doing in our lives. But the choice is ours, isn't it? The choice is ours. When we became a Christian, what did we say to God about our lives? Did we say, I accept you as my Lord and Saviour, take my life, be Lord and bring glory to yourself through it. Is that what we said when we became a Christian? Everyone uses different words. But is that what we meant? Or when we became Christians, did we actually say something different? 
Did we use different words? Did the thoughts of our hearts say something like, well, God, I'll give you Sunday. But the rest of the week I want to keep for myself. Or I'll make you centre of this part of my life but the rest of it I, I want for me. What did you do? Just reflect. For when you came to Christ, what did you give to him when he gave his all to you? What did you give to him in response to him giving his all to you? So when you reflect on that, does it remind you of the commitment that you made to him? So how does all that lead us into the next year? In that, Because that's the whole point of reflecting, isn't it? We don't reflect for no reason. We reflect so that we move forward. We think about what we did, usually in my case what I did wrong and and how I move forward and try to mend things from there. But the whole idea of reflecting is to then move forward. Here we have a God who we acknowledge created all that there is. Colossians chapter 1 tells us that. The express image of God himself created all there is, including us. So how we move forward with this God? See these scissors? We had this problem. Yes, I'll put them back. Oh, good grief. We had a problem, especially when the office was here where the kitchen is that things just constantly went missing this now has a tag on it don't, no, no it says my scissors, don't move them from my desk it says on the other side God is watching every move you make So if you just wait here for a minute, I'll go and put them back now because I'm scared. (laughs) Just a simple pair of scissors, but you know there's a tremendous amount of truth in that. According to Psalm 139, God is actually not only watching everything you do. In in fact, you know that Bette Midler song, um, God is watching you from a distance. God is watching. Is, Is that true? It's not. Which part of it's not true? From a distance. Is the other bit true? Absolutely. God is watching, but not just watching. He's not like the parent that knows the kid's going to do something wrong, so I'm just going to watch him. God is watching because, and it just shows it so much in this, because he's intimately involved in everything that we do. God is watching us but not from a distance, from closer than any other person can be. 
He's closer to Elizabeth than Graham is and vice versa. There is no relationship that we can have physically that can be closer than God and his child because he not only walks with us as we commonly say, he walks in us and through us and he works in us and through us. So now take a moment again to think about this last, this past year. How has God been working in and through you? I'm going to give you a moment. How has God been working in you and through you?